Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today in our, in our discipleship journey, devotionally looking at the Gospel of John, we have such a treat. See, what we have in today's text in John chapter 16 is the ultimate promise of, of real lasting joy. And this is not a joy that is based on the happiness of a situation, but rather the joy that is found in the settled reality of Jesus and his victory. This is not a joy that is unfamiliar with sorrow or pain. No, this is a joy that has been tempered by great loss and ultimately great hope, great joy. Would you turn with me? John chapter 16, or yeah, 16, starting in verse 16. Jesus speaks here. He says, a little while and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while and you will see me. No, what he's talking about? He's talking about his death and his resurrection. Well, the disciples don't get this. Uh, we get the advantage of reading it in hindsight, but they're just hearing for this for the first time. So they're a bit confused. Verse 17, some of his disciples said to one another, what, what is this that he says to us? A little while and you don't see me, and again in a little while, and you will see me, and because I am going to the Father? See, you can almost imagine them, like just broken off a little bit from the group, like, you understand what Jesus is saying? I'm not following him, right? Verse 18, so they were saying, what does he mean, a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. And Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him. And so he said to them, is this what you are asking yourselves? What I mean by saying a little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. He knows. And so he, he just asks them point blank. And then he continues, truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. He's talking about his death. He's telling his disciples, there's going to be a moment when you see me crucified, when you see me buried, you will be in such grief. And the world, oh, they're going to be thrilled because we know the world hates him. He says, you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. Then he gives it a, an illustration. He says, when a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. I mean, Jesus, he says, you know what? A, a woman, woman, when she has a child, she's really good at repressing the memories of how difficult the labor was. She tucks that away as not the most important thing because here's what's most important. I now have this beautiful baby, this brand new child. Jesus says, this is what the disciples are going to experience, not that they're going to be having a child, but rather they're going to experience the sorrow of Jesus and his death and then the joy of his resurrection. So also, you have sorrow. You have sorrow now. But I will see you again. And your hearts will rejoice. And here it is. And no one will take your joy from you. This is resurrection joy. This is joy that is not built off of how wealthy you are or how healthy you are. This is a joy that is not built off of whether or not things are going well in different relationships or when things are going well in your job situation. This is a joy that is built off of this reality. Jesus Christ, 
He died and paid the price for your sins and he was resurrected to life so you now will live forever. You have an eternity waiting for you with Christ that no one can take away. Because of this, you and I, we have joy regardless of our life situations. You might have a great challenge on your hands. You might have a terrible affliction that you're dealing with. You might have a weighty rupture of a relationship that burdens your heart. And yet, because you have Christ, you have a joy. Look at what Jesus says and no one will take your joy from you. Now, if you hear this, you say, Mike, I don't feel like I have joy. That is such a, a powerful confession. Sometimes we cover that up and we just act like everything's okay. And we, we try to just play this game where, you know, we're a Christian, so we put a smile on. But, but if you're listening to this and you do not have joy, Maybe you're full of anxiety or anger or frustration or, or sorrow. Listen, if that's you, here is, here is how you find that joy. You must take your eyes off of your life situation. You must take your eyes off of the hurt you experience and stop acting like a victim. Stop, stop playing the victim card. You must take your eyes off of your goals and ambitions. I'm not saying you shouldn't continue to pursue, pursue life and achievement. But listen, you cannot put your joy settled on your achievement. That comes and goes. Instead, you must put your attention on Christ and what he has achieved for you. That allows you to be free to achieve great things, try hard things, sometimes fall and fail, and yet your joy will remain. You, you got to take your eyes off of the, the frustration of your life, that people don't do what they should, that life isn't working the way you planned it, that, that maybe you've got this, this anger just kind of building inside of you as you're frustrated the way life is working or not working. If that's you, listen, the answer is turn your eyes to the eternal reality of what Christ has accomplished for you and what he is doing in your life right now, making you a man of God or a woman of God for his glory, that is where we find a real joy. A joy that is built on the foundation of the resurrection of Christ. This is a joy, look at what Jesus says, that no one can take from you. No one can take it from you when people disappoint you or when people hurt you or when people mock you or when people are uh, leaving you out or when people frustrate you. Listen, no one can take that from you because your joy is found in Christ. So where do you find your joy? Where are you looking to as your source of joy? Is it, is, is it in the circumstance of life or is it in the victory of Christ? This question really, it underlines and emphasizes our ancient way for our modern day, modern day that our joy is found in the resurrection of Christ.